Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Film Yak Podcast. I know that it's the episode 52 because I uploaded episode 51 just this afternoon. Boom. Yes. Nice. I'm Kevin. I'm Jonathan. I'm JR. And our usual compatriot, John, couldn't be here because his child is sick and we hope that she gets better soon. So, it's without further ado... because of Crank, though. Let's maybe that's Let's maybe honest. that's why he hated crank, it so much. Crank gave her an ear infection. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> or may, maybe he blames. Maybe he blames the infectious. movie. Yes, he he manages to get out of all the movies he wants to get out of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he watched Crank. Yeah, and I'll talk about his super insightful review later. Oh, totally. But, yeah, uh, oh, that's the highlight of the episode. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're about to get cranked up. Yes. So, first couple items. This is just in. Criterion Channel is going to have their own channel. They are going to have their own streaming service Rest now that peace, uh, Filmstruck is, so I is going away. All of those That's fucking right. Olympic films That's for right. no reason. Pretty much. Sorry, dude. I guess I don't need to go over that ranked list later. I mean, we'd like to hear it. No, you wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm good. Well, the the highlights? Sure. Are sure. there highlights? There are a few, yeah. Yeah. Because you had a f- couple of fours in there. Okay. So it's like yeah. its own, just the Criterion channel. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like an app. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and Am I gonna have to pay on their... It's probably. On I, miss, their, I miss it when it was on Hulu. Just go back to Hulu. You had to pay for that, too. Yeah, but you, you get Hulu, too. Right. And you got all the Criterion movies. See. So on their Instagram, they've got or most of them. they've got a link to where you can click the link in our profile to sign up now to become a charter subscriber and some fairy dust. So what makes them think this is going to work when Filmstruck didn't? They didn't own Filmstruck. Oh, okay. They they, they like got together with TCM. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Okay, right. But it was under. I guess Warner bought it. I don't know mm. who owned it before, but they, yeah, they partnered. Mm. Yeah. And apparently there were signed petitions, letters, newspaper articles, and raised voices about mm. Criterion's mission. Yeah? Yes. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of famous people signing petitions about Filmstruck, and I think Warner today or yesterday said, uh, they would consider bringing it back on their own streaming service, which would be sometime at the end of next year. Wow. Which is probably also a lie, but maybe it's just like, everyone sh- everyone just shut up for now. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, I guess that's just the bone they're throwing us. And I mean, I'm ex- I've accepted my loss. Right. You know. I had just gotten into it, too. Yeah. Like, paid for the first month. Uh, oh. It's gone. <laughs> Wait, paid or your, yeah. was this your free trial month? I, no, I did the free trial back in like July. Okay. And then I paid for, no, or maybe it was August, and then I paid for September or something. Right. And then it was gone. Sorry, dude. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was nice. Yeah. So, speaking of losses, so earlier this week, Stan Lee died. And I don't know about you guys, but at first, I didn't believe it. Because there have been a couple of times where they've said that he was dead and then he wasn't. Mm. 
But then now it turns out he actually literally is dead. <laughs> so I was not aware of these hoaxes. Yeah, huh. yeah. It was it was weird. Because like when I first saw it, you know, I immediately go to the news and there was one news outlet that was reporting it and everything else was like, I don't know, BuzzFeed or random comic websites and it's like No, until it's given to something a news outlet that's a little bit more credible than BuzzFeed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll hold off. But then yeah, he is dead. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. And X Men was a huge part of my childhood. Right. Huge. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still like the movies even though they're fucking horrible. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like Apocalypse. The one before that was good though, uh, Days of Future Mass. Yeah, yeah. Really really liked that one. I rewatched all three of those recently, and like they're not as bad as I remember them. Like even, Apoc- even Apocalypse. Apocalypse is not—it's not horrible, but it's like, yeah, uh, it's just too long yeah. and it's meandering. Like there's no real like point to it. Yeah. Well, if your superhero hero film isn't 140 minutes, then it's not really a superhero <laughs> film. That's also like a real that problem needs, that, that needs I to have. go away. Yeah, yeah. like. And to quote to quote the next person who died only this morning, William Goldman, if you can't tell a story in an hour thirty, you better be David Lean. <laughs> so no, that that's seriously Yeah. So he thought he that. was David Lean <laughs> when he <laughs> Well wrote a bridge too far? Or he thought Richard Attenborough was David Lean? I know he said that Richard Attenborough was the nicest person he had ever met in the film business. Oh, you're so fucking nice. You get to make a three-hour movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm nice. sorry, William Goldman. You were great. I mean... Not, I didn't mean it. I mean, he went on to make, make Gandhi and Chaplin, so that's got to count for something, right? Cry Freedom, not so much, because, you know, it's it starts out as being about Stephen Biko, a black man in South Africa fighting for black rights, and then... About another hour 45 of the movie is about Kevin Klein, who's a journalist who's trying to get out of South Africa. So, that sounds like Hollywood. Yeah, totally. Totally. But yeah, I was really bummed when John texted me this morning telling me that William Goldman had died because, like, yeah, Princess Bride, Marathon Man, uh, screenplays for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and All the President's Men, both of which he won Oscars for. And apparently he was, like, the script doctor for the longest time. Always and, that, yeah. yeah. Any, any examples? Uh, let's see. A Few Good Men. Goodwill Hunting. Really? Hmm. I think he, like, he's credited as, like, consultant on a lot of stuff. So I don't know how much, if any, actual writing he did on those. But, like, there was a story that uh kevin smith tells about when he was in um what was that fourth die hard movie live free or die hard was that it was that the fourth one i think anyway like i don't know like (laughs) apparently he's like so like there's a scene that he's in and it's not really working nobody thinks that it's working and so like he like asks for someone to give him a laptop and he's typing out this rewrite on the scene and William Wisher, the guy who basically wrote Terminator and Terminator 2, walks in and Kevin Smith, like, I mean, I thought, I thought Bill Wisher had walked in on me fucking his wife. And, <laughs> and he, and William Wisher told him, like, 
nah, man, there's like seven writers on this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That Sweet. meandered quite a bit more than <laughs> I thought it should. Uh, yes, it's really sad that William Goldman is dead because he was a really great writer. Well, he was a uh, he was a script doctor on your beloved Dolores Claiborne. Oh yeah, according to his Wikipedia page. Oh yeah, <laughs> isn't that the movie? Didn't we talk about that last time? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and he also wrote he wrote the screenplay for Misery, and he wrote the. Um, the play version of Misery 2, which I think was maybe the last thing that he was really involved in. Hmm. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah, me too. All right. On to some trailers. First up, The House That Jack Built. Lars von Trier's serial killer movie with um, that guy... Who was in the Outsiders? Matt Dillon. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that guy it was in the Outsiders with the face. Yeah, he was in the thing that was out last year. So there's there's no mystery to this movie. <laughs> Apparently <It's>, not. <laughs> there's think, a lot of murder. I think Lars von Trier is just hates everyone and just wants to make everyone angry. Probably tried it with sex first. Now it's just like <laughs> violence. What's yeah, next? Like, yeah. What's next? I thought it was, I, it was weird that Uma Thurman, like her name, she was credited in the trailer after yeah. you see her just get like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what he, looks like murdered, maybe not, but yeah, man, that looks like a I murder. mean he does like whack her across the face with a car jack. So that's I don't a lot of faces can't handle that, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. Yeah, that's I mean people have died from much less. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this. Uh, yeah, this looks like there's going to be a serial killer and a mm-hmm. and a house metaphor. It's right yeah. there in the trailer for you. So, um, yeah, and apparently he's going to get away with it because there's there's that part in the tra- <laughs> there's that part in the trailer where he like well you know like he turns around and he sees the whole the whole alley where he dragged the body and it's like covered in blood and he's like oh no and then it starts to rain. And all the blood gets washed away. The voiceover mentions like all the things I have done. Yeah. For which I've I've been punished. Yeah. For which I've not been punished. Yeah. Sorry. No pun- no <laughs> punishment whatsoever. I'm hoping that that's like the very end of the movie, and then he just turns around. There's a cop car driving up. Do I hope that, or would that just be shitty? Who knows? This movie it, might be shitty. I don't think it could be. Do I don't know. Could yeah. it be shitty? Maybe. Are we Maybe. ready for a shitty Von Trier movie? Has it happened before? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> last last movie I saw of his was Europa, so that's really early in his career. So I haven't even gotten to like the dogma stuff. Mm-hmm. You're. I don't find Europa shitty. Did you find Europa shitty? Visually, I thought it was super interesting and um, well made. My problem. My problem with Europa and his first movie, Element of Crime, is that like the story just doesn't do anything for me to to like push it up into like you know a four or five area i think i gave both of them like three and a half okay yeah it seems reasonable yeah and let's see so true detective three first full trailer instead of the teaser excited i'm excited me too 
this looks more like True Detective season one than uh, yeah. Than yeah the previous one. So thank God everyone everyone should be happy, right? Yeah. And is that Stephen Dorff that's, that's walking Stephen around? Stephen Dorff. Yes. Okay. I guess he's uh, Mahershala Ali's partner. I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. Well, that's Stephen Dorff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no. Um, I'll never watch this, so I have, I have no real opinion. Besides, I like Mahershala. Okay. Did you watch uh, season two? No. Okay. And I won't. Ever. Did you watch season one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why won't you watch it? I I just watch very little television. Mm. Oh, right. I really. <laughs> I watch <laughs> Doctor Who and in uh, uh, the Good Place. That's it. Cool. Yeah. I'm, okay. I am super cool. Right. <laughs> Based on those two shows. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. And finally, Roma. Alfonso Cuaron's follow-up. Follow-up to Gravity? Or did he make another movie after that? This feels like a follow-up. Right. Um, if this movie has more shots that move from right to left... <laughs> then um, I'm going to hate this movie because there's there's a lot of panning and tracking in this trailer. Although the last shot does, uh, does pan up. So that's different. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Did you uh, like gravity? No, I didn't. Yeah, me either. And I, it's a shit storm. (laughs) Yeah. CG shit storm. It is. And I don't, you know, he, Quorum just might be a guy that, from where I'm sitting, just cares more about what his movies look like than what's actually in his movies, and that's fine. But um, I don't know. Roma Roma sounds like something that could be good, but just based on this teaser and how it is focused 100% on just the uh, the pretty visuals and the camera movement, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm already checked out. Yeah, and like... I wasn't a big fan of Children of Men. Like, yes, visually it's interesting, and the camera choreography, yeah, that's all fine, but, like, I don't like Clive Owen. I think he's pretty terrible in pretty much everything. And it's like... He's okay in The Nick, the show The Nick. Uh, I've, I've heard good things pretty about good that. But, yeah, I just, like, uh, that whole that story I just yeah, couldn't rewatching get Rewatching Children of Men, was it wasn't as good as I remember. No. But still decent, but Clive Owen is not in Roma. No, he's it's not. A plus, automatic. <laughs> Actually, plus yes. I don't. I don't know that for sure. I don't <laughs> think he is. I don't know. We could show up. And with CG, you can do anything. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you don't even have to pay the actors. <laughs> he could have just gone down there. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, Clive Owen dead? Just send me a picture of your face. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they have they have like innumerable. You know, probably, you know, miles of film that have uh, Peter Cushing on them, and they still couldn't get you know hmm. a reasonable facsimile of him in Rogue One. I'm not going to go on another hate rant about Rogue One. I'm just going to bash its CGI for a sec. Rogue One or the Last Jedi? Oh my God. Which one's worse? Or yeah. oh. Rogue One is emphatically worse. Like it's, mm. it just go. I will, I will agree. Last Jedi has a lot of problems, 
<laughs> but but Rogue One, like it goes out of its way to be just stupid at every turn. Can I just interject with something not yeah. as dumb as Star Wars? Sure. <laughs> I just uh, I just googled is Clive Owen dead, and uh, there was a story published today about a Clive Owen dead 2018 like a hoax that's spread on the internet. Oh my god! Wow. So I just want you guys to know. People are still thinking about Clive Owen. <laughs> they might be thinking that he's dead. Right. Is Clive Owen dead? Yeah. Man, that's... <laughs> anyway. It's like if you're not in a movie in, like for six months, people think you're dead. Yeah. That's where Basically. we're at. That's where we're at. Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... I haven't seen him in a month. Yeah, like... Must if, be dead. Yeah. If Claire Foy takes a break for like, you know, a week, people are going to think she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, she's in, like, 17 movies that are coming out this year. It's like yeah. Colin Farrell. Like, back in the 2000s, it was like he was in everything. And then yeah, he yeah. vanished. Yeah. Definitely probably thought he was dead at some point. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, especially with his drug problems. Now he's back. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on the website, but have you guys seen the uh, girl who is in the Spider's Web trailer the new uh dragon tattoo movie no that has claire foy in it and i didn't i didn't go see the movie or the or the trailer i haven't <laughs> seen I, I i don't know if i've seen the trailer i may have okay i know i've seen like a, a tv spot in a football game but that right. that's probably yeah. what i've that's probably what i saw yeah 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 you don't really get anything there besides just like yeah. the visual of claire foy walking yeah in her outfit with yeah. her makeup hmm. i'm sure she's great yeah. but that movie doesn't look I'm good. Yeah. Doesn't look like my movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to what we watched. Who wants to go first? I can uh, I can start. Cool. Uh, I, I watched Sorcerer, and I saw that you guys Fuck have yeah. both seen and love Sorcerer, so I kind of just wanted to... So you just pick, hate it. Pick your brains. I didn't. I didn't hate it. <laughs> you you just got to lock yourself in a room for seventy three hours and just Stockholm syndrome you yourself. Got, you got a Stockholm sorcerer. <laughs> yeah. I uh, no. Until you become Roy Scheider. Until you reach his level of tan. <laughs> That's hard. I. This man. So I know we've talked at some point about how um, before. At, at some point in the nineties. They stopped showing how uh, movie stars sweat. But, man, this is the sweatiest, like, smelliest oh, yeah. Yeah, movie yeah. ever made. Yeah. Totally. And, uh, you know, so Sorcerer is a, a remake of a famous French movie, The Wages of Fear, which, uh, having not seen in probably almost a decade, I'm, I'm still going to say it's better than this. Um, I will disagree with you. <laughs> but I... Uh, Who did The Wages of Fear? Henry George Clouseau. Mm, okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember enough about the movie, but <clears throat> just that I loved it, and it seemed to be more about like the relationship of the main two men, you know, with all like the tense shit happening. Mm-hmm. And this one was just four men. We get their individual backstories. They all end up in this small, like just shithole of a of a town in South America somewhere, Colombia. Was that it? Uh, yeah. Some, I think at the end he gets a Colombian citizenship. Mm. Um, and they do a lot of explaining of why we have to uh, get some nitroglycerin or some dynamite rather 200 miles to some other town. And, uh, and they all just audition 
to drive. <laughs> they try out to drive this shitty, shitty truck. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, once it's like, it's two, it's two movies. It's the, it's the prologue where you see all these guys' backstories and each one of those is really cool. Like you see how they are just shitty, awful criminals. Mm-hmm. that they all like they've all fucked up it's all their fault they're in a shitty situation uh and then you have that's like a half hour and then you have a half hour of setting up the the drive and then you have you know 50 minutes 55 minutes of the drive mm. and the half hour they're setting up the drive i do not like but the drive is really good they're all like it's it it is intense, and I I know that some French movie from 1956 or whatever is not making action sequences as tense as the stuff on the bridge, or um, with the fallen tree and they have to blow that up. Like that stuff was really good. Is but the I, bridge scene even in? Yeah, it is. Every, okay, cool. It is, and it's. I think it's it's just filmed during the day, not inches away from a raging river yeah. and yeah. not in this <laughs> like during a hurricane horrible <laughs> rain yeah 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 the, yeah and and i'm pretty sure in the old one the trucks are like new nice trucks they're a lot better than the crapola ones they that, built uh, they build these trucks yeah they probably use the like same a weird trucks in, in yeah that. yeah <laughs> 30 years later yeah. after sitting in the jungle there's yeah there's a part where both uh both duos build their trucks or basically what? build their trucks outfit well, they, trucks. they like uh make like repairs yeah. to them like oh, yeah, okay replace, and it was like, a, like certain parts and stuff yeah yeah it was like an 80s montage before the 80s totally um and thank god it didn't have wang chung <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so all the action scenes are cool but man like these characters are never developed again after their initial like thing um and like they're all driven because they all want to make the money and then get themselves out of this shitty uh, town, but that's that's it. Uh, you know, Roy Scheider is the is our main guy, and you know we see him be a driven asshole. Like you know he gets mad when his partner fucks up, and he should because his partner is a bigger asshole. Yeah, but um, killed the guy who was originally supposed to come with him. <laughs> But he was a Nazi, so <laughs> they were all Nazis. You can't just pick and choose which Nazis you want to, you know, should live and should die. Wait yeah, a minute. I like the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the Nazi and the uh, the Arab terrorist were friends, and the Arab terrorist got really mad when a Nazi was killed. Uh, and you know, well, you know, conservative well, values. I don't. Yeah. So I don't know this. It's like all these parts of this movie just did not add up to a great whole for me. It was like mm. parts I liked, parts I didn't, and I just I just wish it had been better. You know, I wish that he had developed these characters throughout the action much like uh Crank does. <laughs> wow. Um I that felt was a, more on that later. That was, that was a joke. <laughs> I felt kind of the same way the first time I saw this. Um, anyway, so how many times have you guys seen this? I've seen this three times. Okay. I've seen it over four the, times. Over the past yeah. few years. Because, um, like, after I watched Wages of Fear, I just... I really did not like Wages of Fear. And, like, 
it's, it was like every everything that like for me everything that sorcerer did superb you know six out of five like um you know and i get you know it's a different time and everything but like there are so many differences in wages of fear that just to me do not make sense even for the time period like watch it again and we'll I, we'll, I we'll cuss and discuss and yeah <laughs> Yeah. I do want to watch it soon. Right. But so wait, what were you, the first time you saw this? Yeah, I was just what? kind of lukewarm on it. I, mean, I did like it, but it wasn't like mind blowing. But then I watched it again and it got better. And yeah. And the third time I was just like, okay, this, this fucking rules. Yeah. yeah. First I did time. notice that you like Rustin and Jordan have rated it highly also on like, it's like you guys, this whole group has. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. yeah. Has yeah. really gotten into this movie. And the, I mean, the whole, this is a very popular, not that's not a popular movie. This is a yeah, highly like, acclaimed film now, and apparently yeah. it was not at yeah. the time. Well, I think like at least according to the Wikipedia page, I think it came out like three weeks, two weeks before Star Wars, and like so already like you have like you know the end of the seventies and the kind of the end of the new Hollywood thing going on. And then Star Wars just comes along and puts a, you know, last nail in the coffin of that and ushers in the blockbuster era. So, yeah, so that's that's why. And, you know, around this time, you also have like Coppola spending, you know, (laughs) on uh, Apocalypse Now and like um, Scorsese doing New York, New York. And so they're doing like these other things that aren't quite getting them the same reactions as their earlier stuff did and so yeah and sorcerer just kind of got swept along with that and i don't know if friedkin was ever really like i mean i don't think he's part of the new hollywood thing but um like i think he was kind of on his own but like i don't think he was ever quite as revered as any of those guys like coppola scorsese or uh de palmer no i mean he definitely you know he won his oscar for the didn't he win? Didn't that win screenwriting and directing? French Connection? Yeah. I think. Sorry, I forgot to say the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, he's an interesting guy. I mean, he goes he goes French Connection, The Exorcist, Sorcerer. Yeah. Which is a pretty crazy round. And also, yeah. coming off of The Exorcist, I mean, I'm sure expectations were pretty high. Totally, yeah. And it was and the he, most... It comes out with this. Yeah. Most successful yeah. <laughs> R-rated movie ever for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't really know much about him besides yeah, I mean, movies now. I mean, I thought Bug was good, you know, when we talked about that. Yeah. Um, it was decent. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, like, to live and die in L.A. is just <clears throat> absolute pure trash. Like, it is, like... <laughs> what year is that? Uh, 80, 85. 85. 85. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, hmm. it's it's just so bad. <laughs> it's it's hard to even put into words. <laughs> I think cruising is his biggest one that I have not seen. All right, so I'll probably maybe I should watch that soon. Mm. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I gave this a, a three point two five. Got a lot of problems. Maybe I'll watch it again and uh, fall in love like apparently the the rest of my friends have. So maybe. All right, well, uh, I'm going to talk about The Crossing Guard since I missed last episode. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, I, I don't get it. 
I, I don't get this movie. <laughs> um, especially, okay, so this came out in 1995, okay? You got to put yourself in 1995 again. Okay. This is post-Pulp Fiction, okay? And Sean Ping comes out with fucking this. And I, I, I mean, it's just like, I feel like this movie is just like way out of its, like, it, like this feels like a movie from like 1985, or like 1975. Like this just doesn't feel like the mid nineties. Like this mm. feels so out of place and so just sappy. And I know With it's got like everyone it, announcing their feelings. Yeah. Constantly. And it's, it has that like a little bit of a gritty edge, but it's, it's like too afraid to go all the way. I feel like, and like Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson's good in it, but it's just, it was just, it was, I don't want to say corny, but I, I don't know. Man. You can, you can say it if you want. I felt like this movie was pretty fucking corny. Mm. Like it's just, it, I it, it, I don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know what John's talking about. Yeah, I think he gave it a full four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can see how if if you're not buying anything that this movie's selling, like it could just like get worse and worse. Yeah, like it, as it gets deeper into like I the, really, the David Morse relationship and yeah, and if you are just if you're just like, this is a sap fest, corny bullshit thing, then like even the ending just makes it that much worse. Like, yeah. I, I tried to, you know, g- I, I gave it a little slack. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just sitting back and watching. I'm like, okay, like, you know, that was incredibly corny, but okay. You know, okay, whatever. But it just kept happening. And the fucking post-production slow-mo, it just, just like in every fucking scene is, oh my God, dude, it, it's just so brutal. That choppy slow mo, like ah, it it looks it just looks horrible. But where where I did mean, you watch it? I watched it on Amazon. Okay, because I know like when I first tried to watch it on iTunes, mm-hmm. it was doing like like I thought that it was doing like slow motion, like choppy slow motion for like a couple of <laughs> couple of minutes, and I'm like, wait a second, this can't be this can't be right, and so then I've finally like went and watched it on amazon and it went and went fine okay so that's that's you know that's why that's why i asked yeah without that it, it, i'd probably bump out of a star it was All it right. was jarring to right. say the least but uh yeah i don't get it i don't know this right. this is just a movie that i wish i wouldn't have watched i i really i just didn't like it at all i, I don't know just not a fan i think yeah i think this is a fair take i don't i probably liked it a little more than you but this this sounds fair yeah, I mean, and it's Sean Penn. Like, what? What are you doing? Like, I, I like. I, I feel like he's. A bad director. I just feel like he's better than that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's not. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, seen a like lot of his, Sean Penn movies, but well, I think like it was funny. Like John actually kind of like makes a good argument towards what you're talking about. Uh-huh. It's like, like he he said last time. Like he pro- he thinks probably some of the better stuff that was shot in the movie just didn't make it into the movie. So mm. maybe that was yeah, maybe he accused him of being like a not accused him. He he <laughs> surmised that maybe Sean Penn is like a total actor's director, just kind of like letting yeah. him go, letting him yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. Get a director's what, cut. Would you? Give? <laughs> uh, you I give it a two and a half. I don't okay. know. Just not the worst. I mean, it, it, it's it's a watchable movie. It's just very mm. like run of the mill. Like I don't, I don't uh, know, like just pure Hollywood to me. Like if Jack Nicholson wasn't in this thing, I I don't know what the fuck I'd be doing. Like I, yeah, it'd be like a one. Like he saved <laughs> yeah. this thing for me. 
I mean, it, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. It's kind of like watching two different movies. Like, there's the good one with Jack Nicholson, <laughs> and then there's the pretty bad one with David Morse and Robin Wright. And <laughs> they're rough, dude. Like I, Robin Wright is like, I don't. Know, she was like next level bad, and mm. I, I don't she... know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she I hate was, to bash this thing when John's not here because it's yeah. like yeah, he liked it, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Robin Wright, man, I almost like. <laughs> I don't know if it's her fault. I think she's just she's asked to do just the worst stuff. And I, and she's not a bad person in this movie, but I mean, man, I would fucking hate hanging out with her. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, she has nothing interesting to say to me, and then like just the the let's dance stuff. Yeah. Just like, oh man. And the, just really the, the like cringe that. fest that like that like hipster mm. party that he goes to. Like, oh, I was God. just like, oh no! Yeah, like, what am I watching? Fucking... It, but you could tell that like Sean Penn thought, oh, these people are so cool. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that, that, the entire time I've got him like just on my shoulder, going like, this is this is this is art. This is my art, and I'm just like, no, dude, this is not art. Like, you know this you is know. a lifetime movie. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, two and a half. So I rewatched Moana because I'm going through all of the stuff that I have marked as watched on Letterboxd, but I haven't actually officially logged. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm a masochist. I'll just put that out there. So this was um, the latest Disney movie? I? No, I think Coco is the latest one. Oh, okay, Coco. That's but this, but this one, Pixar one, yeah, this oh, one okay. wasn't, this not. wasn't too far back. Gotcha. And this is a good, enjoyable movie. I mean, nothing super spectacular, but, like, the the effects, the, like, visual effects in it are pretty damn stunning. Like, all the ocean stuff and, you know, the island things. And the songs are decent. They're not, you know, annoying by any stretch of the imagination. The thing, the thing that um, I'm sure you guys will agree that it's obvious... For me, so The Rock is in it. And there's a scene where Moana has to, like, pretend to do something so she can distract this giant crab. And at one point, The Rock, like, gets frustrated with her and he goes, No! You're not selling it! And selling is a big part of wrestling. So I was like, Ha! And then I went on with my day. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch that joke at the time. Although I do love the yeah. crab song. So. Yeah. And did, did he ask anyone if, uh, if they knew what he was cooking or whatever? What, what is his, his line? What the smell what the rock is yeah. cooking? No, did, did he, he didn't. ask anybody? That? No. It would have been great, though. That'd be a good line. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, it doesn't matter. Do you matter smell what, what I'm cooking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, yeah. Moana's fun. Three stars. I can cool. put Moana on like during state testing with mm-hmm. the kids and just like after state testing when we're not supposed to teach them anything and we just watch movies. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I can just put that on for every class and I'll be fine. It doesn't drive me insane like some other movies do. Cool. Like Boss Baby? Uh, yeah, exactly like Boss Baby. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and the kids are into this? They're in that Moana? Oh, yeah. They like it. It's weird. How old it, are your kids? They're sixth grade. Oh, okay. So they're they're kids that are like, it's time to be cool. I'm gonna yeah. be cool. But then like they fucking love these 
cute. Like they love the Boss Baby. <laughs> it's like it's a fucking baby movie. What if it's right. a baby on, movie about babies? Come what on. if you threw on Avengers? They would like that more. But yeah, mm. like I've done Doctor did Doctor Strange a couple years ago. Oh okay. And yeah, they're they're into Marvel movies. Cool. Hmm. Get on that Deadpool too. Um. <laughs> Lose your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my turn? Yep. Okay. Um, I, I'm worried that you guys still haven't gone to see this uh, or missed it. Did you, you guys didn't go see First Man. I have, no, haven't seen it okay. yet. Yeah, I, I wasn't super into seeing it, so. I was super into seeing it. Hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> All right, so I saw First Man. Um, yeah, I, I left thinking it is, uh, it's Malik meets the right stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately. No. Wait. I also just was like, this is visually derivative. Oh, no. Hmm. Um, but I, I think, um, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff with like how he's like so invested in the work and the space stuff that is, is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of like family stuff that is also tied to how, you know, he's, he, how he's a workaholic that is just never yeah. compelling enough. And so like, I think Claire Foy gets that, that thankless, you know, role of where she's like the humorless wife um, and she's fine, but it's, it's a, it's a role that, that I think yeah. everyone should hate and should be sick of like, yeah. Uh, and there's just, uh, She's she's like a challenging person, and he's a challenging person, and it's just that stuff. I just I just didn't care for at all. Um, mm. I thought a lot of the flight stuff was really cool, um, and the last like forty seconds are probably the best in the movie. Even though I don't think the movie earned it, hmm. uh, I thought this was a pretty classic three out of five. Cool, a lot of lot of quality, also. Just like not, didn't bring it all together well enough. Yeah. Um, I, I, really, fig- I figured as much. Really yeah. bummed you guys. Just It's like, you know, priorities, people. What are, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Get out there. Go see a damn movie. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I live, uh, I live about maybe a football field away from a theater. <laughs> You're in walking. Di- you're in walking distance <laughs> from like, a theater. I don't, I don't know what you're going to say, but I know you live in this town, and there are. I live incredibly close to a theater. Yeah, um, a I nice theater. Easily too. walk there. And did yeah. you Did you beat Red Dead yet? I have not. I'm halfway through. Oh, it uh, it rules. <laughs> it's like watching an HBO show. Nice, but you get to play people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. Um. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, I, I don't remember if I talked about Deadpool last time I was on. Deadpool 2. Do you remember? I don't think you did. Okay. I, I think I talked about Deadpool last time. Okay, yeah. j- just in case I did, I'll just mention it real quick. Deadpool 2. Uh, gave it a 3. Um, honestly, probably go 3.5 on it. it. It was just entertaining. Uh, not not like super great. I, I still like the first one a little bit better. But um, I just, this is how you make... This is how you make uh, comic book movies. Like I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. it's just funny, and 
violent and just good. And I like cable. Cable rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I rewatched uh, Logan recently and it was like, honestly, like, I know, like, they're trying, they, you know, Logan is, I guess, is kind of their attempt to, like, bring, like, Nolan's Dark Knights into, into, yeah, into X-Men, into X-Men and, like, make it, you know, like, because, I mean, like, the uh, the comic Old Man Logan, I think, is a little over the top and just unnecessarily violent, but it's Mark Millar, so what are you going to do? Mm. Um, but the movie, like, it tries so hard to be, like, this really, like, serious thing, and, like, most of the time it's just not there, and, yeah. Yeah. So, whereas, like, Deadpool is, like, it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's not, you know... The whole world is at stake. Our species is at stake. Our universe is at stake. Our reality is at stake. Like, no, it's just, just if I can make a difference with this one kid, things will be great. Yeah. You, it, and it tricks you on purpose. I think uh, Cable is meant to give the sense that the whole world is at stake, but it's really just his yeah. his vengeance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So speaking of Doctor Strange, I rewatched it the other day. What? I know. What? And yeah, it's uh, it's another decent Marvel movie, another 3 out of 5, which is basically Marvel, basically Marvel. Marvel 3 and a half. Yeah, 3, three and a half. <laughs> Stanley like, like, 3 3 out like, of 5. <laughs> rest in rest in peace. But yeah, um I like I like the I like the visuals, like the, you know, uh ge- geometric stuff that's going on with like reality and stuff, but uh I don't know, like, you know, the whole, like, our master is, uh, you know, hiding things from us, and I'm going to go to the dark side, because that's where the real power is, and that's what that's what they've been hiding from us the entire time, and, you know, oh, that's the dark side? No, I can't accept this, and, um, yeah, yeah that is, it's just, <laughs> it's just too much, and, like... The uh the villain, you know, it's funny to see Doctor Strange be killed seventeen times, uh, in in various different ways, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not it's not bad, but it's not amazing either. And it probably um, doesn't look great uh, in really. hindsight if like Ragnarok came out and showed that you can tie some some trippy visuals to a better better product. Yeah, like. I I cannot say enough good things about Ragnarok because, as far as I'm concerned, that's where Marvel like really hit the nail on the head. Like every like, you know, it's its own little adventure, but it can still serve as a nice episode in the you know continuing series. And yeah, and plus, you know, like I've said before, it took them three movies. To get immigrant song into a Thor movie, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two two Thors had to be mildly successful before they would pay the money. <laughs> were they? Like, though? This is what we were missing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they made a lot of money. Uh, they, right, right. They made money. Right, Sorry. right. Yeah, I don't know. Like the first two, like I know I saw the second one, but I can remember like very very little about it. I remember being excited that Christopher Eccleston was in it because he's my doctor, but I don't know. That was aggressive. 
the way he said he's my doctor. Like, like I, we can't share him. Well, he's not my doctor. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> you a ten man? No. Oh, okay. I'm an eleven man. Oh, okay. I don't know why I like that bow tie and that stupid hat. Don't know why. Well, they're cool. Yeah. He says it on innumerable occasions. I have no idea. We're talking, talking about Doctor about. Who. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan's over here like, <laughs> like you to fucking nerds. Deeply apologize to <laughs> no, our I'm just audience. Think, I'm just thinking about Deep Space Nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get lost in little little Doctor Who holes sometimes. Yeah. Um, never seen an episode. Really? No. You know, I'm not unwilling to watch it. I've just never never come across it. I just like to say it's probably too late for you then. You'll really? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely say the uh, Russell T. Davies written episodes. Uh, well, that his run with like uh, the ninth and the tenth Doctor, those are really solid. And then I don't know when it gets to Stephen Moffat running the show. I think they're kind of hit or miss. And I think the exact opposite. So really, yeah. What, what what years? What what time frame are we are we here? Like what years? Two thousand five to two thousand ten ish. Okay, for yeah, uh, yeah. from Davies and has it been running since like the sixties? On and off. It's, yeah, it stopped in okay. the mid eighties. Okay. Yeah, and I think they did like late eighties. Okay. And I think they did like a movie in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. and then it didn't come back for a really long time, except for maybe a I special mean, or two. I don't even think it was a whole decade. I think it was. I think um, the movie was 96, and the uh, show came back in 2005. Right, right. Also. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm sorry that we're talking about yeah. this. <laughs> but that's like one of those British franchises that's like, you know, it's never really going to go away, yeah, and yeah. especially now. So, yeah. I love the new Doctor. Don't like the episodes yet, but love the new Doctor. Oh. I'm going to go. I'm going to do a movie now. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <sighs> All right. So, I'm... I'm I'm using my uh, mail mail service Netflix account to catch up with some 2018 movies that uh, are sometimes interesting, sometimes not. I started with a good one. I did uh, The Death of Stalin. Uh, I know it's technically 2017, but released in the U.S. in 2018. Mm-hmm. Armando Inucci. Inucci, okay. Um, just the, the, the plot of this movie was just like, it's such a weird plot to have. Uh, it's just like Stalin dies and uh, <laughs> bureaucratic idiots just kind of jockey for power in the power vacuum. And it's, uh, I, I guess that it's funny, but is also <laughs> just like truly horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, I think that's the point. All, yeah. All the, all these idiots have so much power and they just so thoughtlessly commit <laughs> people like to death and like they just like say oh you die now and they die yeah uh jeez they're just constantly yelling about the list yeah the people are about to die and it's like oh my god yeah and i i'm not i'm not a russian history person and i god i hope i hope some of this has been uh exaggerated embellished and i'm sure the the comedy part of it has mm. but God, I hope it wasn't quite like this. Um, it but, probably was. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I know. From uh, <laughs> the interviews I've seen with Armando Iannucci, apparently, like a lot of the stuff had to be like as far fetched as this movie is. Apparently, this is a toned down version of what actually happened. Apparently, it was a lot weirder and a lot zanier. 
Oh my. So yeah. Uh, I think every every actor in this is at least good. Like Steve Buscemi is great. Simon Russell Beale, who's a, a an act a British actor that I don't think I've ever heard of. I think um, he's like huge in like the theater scene. Okay. There. He was awesome. Uh Jason Isaacs and Rupert <laughs> Friend Friend have uh hilarious tiny roles. Um and it maybe I maybe it's just like the the tone mishmash here of just like it's so dark but mm. funny that it just like I I feel like I was held at a distance. I could not fall in love with it as I was watching it this time and maybe maybe it's shock. I, I don't I don't know if I was in shock. So maybe if I watched it again knowing exactly what happens I would I would laugh a bit more um <laughs> and fall in love with <laughs> with this movie. I don't I don't know if it's really a movie I want to fall in love with, but uh, this it's is a graphic novel, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And the the graphic novel is a bit more brutal. Mm. Like like the first time Beria appears, he's raping a woman. Ugh. That so it's like, just not funny at all. That sounds like some Mark Millar shit. I don't like Pretty that. Pretty much. All. Well, I mean, they're French, so what do you expect? Hmm. But yeah, like I mean, it's French. <laughs> French is synonymous <laughs> with rape. All right. Guess our international audience is going to tune out. Oh, totally. I mean, I've alienate, alienated everybody went. else. Uh, <laughs> oh well. But yeah. So, uh, but uh, I, I do want to ask you, like, <laughs> so the scene where like. The body has been discovered, and each one of them takes turns. Oh, did he? And they get up really quick because he soiled himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't have anything yeah, to he's say. He's feeling unwell. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> that was just. That was another thing that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're not directly saying what the problem is, but we're we're constantly referring to it. And again, they do that while also immediately trying to like make their plan out their chess moves. Yeah, which is is just odd. Um, I give four out of five. I don't want to talk about the same more. Cool. I'm sorry, Jr. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about RoboCop. RoboCop. Because I rewatched RoboCop for no no reason. Just popped it in. You're allowed to do that, man. Um, it was a. Blast. Did you and Rustin watch it together? No, I watched it with uh, Allison. Oh, okay, yeah, I think it was the first time she saw it actually. Okay, because um, I saw like he had rated it and then yeah, you rated I, it a little I, later. I texted him. I was like, "Dude, rewatch, rewatch oh, okay. RoboCop. It, it, it's <laughs> 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 this movie's great. Um, I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. Uh, I think last time I gave it a four and a, four out of five. Uh, no, it's a five out of five. Um, this thing is a masterpiece. Um, the violence is still jaw dropping. Like it's, it's, it's so violent and the bad guys are so bad. They're just like bad as an evil. They're, uh, they're great. Um, yeah. Red Foreman is just, it's just so, (laughs) so killer in this. (laughs) I don't know his name. Um, just leave a pause for John to, yeah, he'll insert that later. Yeah. Um, no, man. Uh, 
they're just so fucking evil. Like I've never seen bad guys that just like are just so straight to the point. They're like, okay, oh, we got a cop. Let's just shotgun him to death right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, like there's no like teasing really. Like they tease him a little bit, but they tease him as as they're shooting him. And it's like, man, yeah. like I just, I just kind of miss that ruthless like just hard edge you know what i mean yeah and like that it just makes the revenge later on just so sweet it's just just so solid yeah and the visuals and everything it still holds up it's just uh just a solid solid five out of five yeah was this on uh blu-ray it was on blu-ray okay cool Mm -hmm. looks great sweet you guys should check it out yeah (laughs) i need i I need to watch it again uh it's been a yeah if you haven't seen it in a while definitely rewatch it how do you you feel about the any of the sequels or have have have, you seen any of them i've seen the second one but it's been a very very long time Uh, uh that's all though that's all i've seen right have you seen any of them no no I, i remember i did not see the remake my wife did she said it was pretty pretty shit it's so. pretty damn terrible. Yeah. Like, super, super bad. <laughs> that, that sucks. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it'd be too hard, you know, too hard to remake it properly. Properly. That's that's the key. Like, Dread. I mean, that wasn't, I mean. Yeah, I mean. that That's a solid remake. Yeah, but complete the first complete one reimagining. Was, the first one was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, like. So just, just flip it. Just flip it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny though, like Judge Dread is actually closer to the comic than Dread is, which so is, I've which heard, I, yeah. which I think is pretty funny. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I rewatched Dallas Buyers Club, and this is another decent one. Um, good acting. Um, good acting. Yeah. Hmm. Although, like. I don't understand what the point of Jennifer Garner's character is. I don't know the story about this particular man and, like, what he actually did, aside from, like, the one cracked article I read where apparently he was, like, openly bisexual and all that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, so Jennifer Garner's character is, like, like, she has one moment where she's like, I'm a fucking doctor! But then the rest of the time, she just looks worried and, like, can't do anything for anyone. <laughs> and it's like, what are you even doing here? Aside uh, from, like... She's being a female character in an Oscar... Uh, <laughs> in a male-dominated <laughs> Oscar movie. What else is she supposed to do? That's what... That's the character. Okay. She was probably supposed to get nominated. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't... She's yeah, not... I mean, she's worth... Not Jennifer Garner is not worthless. That the character is worthless. The character, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah, it's a good enough movie. Sweet good enough, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's three three out of another three out of five. So yeah, yeah. I I remember not thinking very much of that, but I I've now made it through two. I've made it through fifteen hours of his. TV show directing efforts, Big Little Lies and uh, Sharp Objects, which I think are both pretty good. Hmm. He's brought he's brought some interesting stuff to both those shows. Pretty cool. pretty different stuff okay. too. Good Jean Marc Vallee. Mm. Is that the name? I think that sounds right. 
All right. We'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's fine. Close enough. <laughs> Does that sound French enough? <laughs> Jean. Valet. Jean-Claude Valet. Yeah. <laughs> Jean-Claude Jean Valdam. How many, uh, how many more do you guys have? I have three more. Three I've more. got nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have so, watched, um, watched nothing. I'll do... After Crank, I was just like, what is the point of, of film? It's, right. It's done. It, yeah. en- it ended in 2006. I mean, I mean, how how can you how can you really judge Crank? It's like it's like beyond cinema. Uh, I put I put like all my I have three versions of Stalker. They're they're all on eBay. It's over. It's just done. <laughs> like Crank is the only movie you need. To- <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, more on this later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have we ever done this many teases for the movie of the week? We've been teasing all day. Yeah, I yeah. mean texts and then I'm this. telling you guys, regardless yeah. of whether Crank is a is a bad movie or not, and we we know that it's not a bad movie, um, it's a it's a real conversation starter. That's right. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. In a I'm excited. All yeah, right. yeah. So um, <laughs> I watched uh, the Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you guys heard of this? Who's the I've heard of it. This was uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis. Okay, and. SNL. Kate McKinnon. Sorry. Ah, right. I almost forgot her name. Um, okay, like Mila Kunis, uh, I'll watch her in in anything. Yeah, I don't even like her, like as an actress. I just I, I just have just watching so much that seventies show as a as a kid, I just I just like her. I don't know. I just See, like seeing her in movies. I think that I just yeah, maybe I do I, like her. And it's like she's not that great. She's really not that great. But she's also not She's not bad. bad. Yeah. Like she's never I don't think she's ever bad. I think it's just like a, a nice like homey feel with her, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a weird wording, but it's like it is. It's just I don't know. Yeah, you are way too familiar <laughs> with uh <laughs> but like so like bad moms the fir- I guess I've seen the first bad moms and that's not a good movie. Yeah. But she she just it just makes she makes it okay, <laughs> and and not, and not to mention uh, the other two moms in that Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn are also people that I would mostly watch in anything. I don't man, I love that cast. I need to go watch Bad Moms too right now. <laughs> um, Putting it on my list right so, now. So so the spy who dumped me, Mila Kunis's ex boyfriend disappears. Reveals that he is a spy. This is Justin Thoreau. Um, the fuck? And he disappears with a uh, with a MacGuffin. And everyone needs this MacGuffin. So they come looking for her. And people try to kill her. And all of a sudden, she's on a plane with Kate McKinnon, who's somehow dragged into this. <laughs> uh, he's like her best friend. Mm. Uh, and they're going in Europe. And once they're in Europe, uh, everyone like just fucking gets killed. This is a wildly violent movie. Interesting. There's so much death in this movie. <laughs> uh, it's like we get a few laughs, we get a penis in the camera, and then everyone just starts dying. Whoa. And, um, Whoa. I've, I was, wow. When I put that in, I was like, this is not what I expected. I didn't, I don't know what I expected. I don't know if I expected something good or bad. I don't know why I even put this on my list to get. There's nothing interesting about it. It didn't make any money. This was not popular. Um, but it's uh you know it's occasionally amusing and it's just violent as fuck. Wow. Um, lots of blood, lots of headshots. Oh. Hmm. So much blood. 
and a lot of the action does not look bad. Like, and I, I don't have the eye for it. Like I know uh, you guys do. Like with the fake blood and shit, and it, it probably is all. I don't have that. All, I don't like, have that eye either. I think yeah. that's more. It's more John than anybody else. He's, he's the one who like seems to get legitimately bothered yeah, by it. Yeah, unhealthy obsession. Well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I didn't bring that up to trash John. <laughs> but I, I more or less to say, I don't know if I can't recommend this movie first because it's supposed to be funny, and in a lot of it isn't. And uh, I'm saying it's violent, and some of the violence looks good, but it looks okay to me, and it, mm. I, I wouldn't want you guys to waste almost two hours of your time with something that is actually like shitty CGI violence. Um, hmm. But yeah, this is a, it was, this is also a three out of five, but it was a very interesting three out of five. It was <laughs> right. a surprising three out of five. <laughs> ah, ah. Nice. All right. Hmm. So I rewatched no country for old men. Easy, five out of five, easy, yeah. easy five stars. Next yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, at some point I will do like a Coen Brothers list, but I'm 99% sure that this is going to be at the top of the list because it's like, it just seems like so effortless (laughs) for me. Oh, no, no. What's really going to be at the top of the list (laughs) is burn after reading. Am I right? Am I I right? I had to stop that movie. (laughs) I really like Burn After Reading. I did not. I could not stand that movie. I think it's really funny. I th- like wasn't into it. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I don't know if you saw, it, but you you probably did. Uh, Jordan like uh, Jordan apparently like hated hated the ever loving bejesus out of Burn After Reading because he had so much to say about it and then decided to say more on your list and on John's list of Cohen Brothers movies. I have something in common with Jordan. Hey, all right. <laughs> um, but like, I, I got, I gotta just... say, like, I think like that's. It seems like people like have an idea of what the Coen Brothers are, and then like they rewatch some of the movies, and like it's not what they expected, and so they get like you know really like you know unnerved by it, like because so. I really love the Big Lebowski, but I will I will concede that I mean for me this this is one of the things that holds true about like you know thirties um, uh, mystery novels like Raymond Chandler and stuff like that where like you know Big Lebowski is based a lot on a lot of the times these detective stories there's no real detecting going on they just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And especially, like, Dashiell Hammett and Raymond Chandler can do, like, this really, like, snappy dialogue. So, that's where I think, like, Big Lebowski has, like, its strengths. And But I think people also might go into it thinking, like, it's some strange mystery. Where, like, there really is no mystery. And, and I think, like, Burn After Reading and Hail Caesar both suffer from this same thing, like... I don't know if the Coen brothers are necessarily making the promises that there's going to be something going on that is bigger than what it seems at first. Yeah. Or if it's just our expectation as the audience that, oh, this is a mystery. There will be some big reveal towards the end. And I don't even know if it is necessarily that the, the promise of mystery or that we think there's a mystery. We also just expect we like, 
the Coen brothers have so many good movies now, like or great movies, movies that people call masterpieces that they just expect like a certain feel and importance mm. out of them. And so like, I'm not saying there aren't problems with burn after reading, but the fact that it comes right after, uh, no country for old men it's like oh yeah oh we just got our serious cohen's back and like they just won the best picture and like and they're important filmmakers again and then breath reading comes and it's this fucking ridiculous comedy where there is not like yeah there is like a like they present mysteries only to announce how stupid they are yeah you yeah know, like like what <laughs> what clooney's building in the basement uh of yeah yeah reading. like that's it's not a it, it, like we're like is he like is he gonna torture people like is he gonna torture immigrants down there like we don't know but no he's just building a sex chair it's yeah <laughs> and and i i feel like uh I, I we obviously haven't seen the ballad of buster scruggs yet but i would bet that some of the negative to indifferent reviews coming in have to do with like this isn't this isn't like the big, serious, important Coen Brothers movie that I want. Right. It, for me, it just feels lazy. Like they're like falling back on their like their tropes, and it's like we haven't seen it. Yet. I know, but it's like you you can't tell me watching this trailer that it's not going to be like you know they're just they're half comedy half. If this know. is the best yeah, Coen yeah. Brothers western, I'll I'll be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just, it's just hard to watch something like that after you watch like No Country. And to see yeah. what they can actually do, or like inside Louis Davis, and like to see yeah, what, yeah, like, yeah. what they're capable of, and then they just kind of fall back on like Hail Caesar. It's like, Ew. yeah, Hail well, Caesar I mean. sucked ass. I'm sorry, like that movie was <laughs> terrible. I didn't, I hated that movie. I don't think it sucked ass. I, I, <laughs> I, I also don't. Well, the, it's probably one of the worst ones, but I don't think it sucked ass. I, just I can't just, go that I far. Mean, the funny thing about that was like, <laughs> like right, like when like. I guess it must have been like the first time that like Jordan saw it. Like he and I were agreeing that like it wasn't that great. But then we spent like the next half hour going over funny lines that we liked. Mm. So I might need to rewatch it. I just didn't. I I mean, for, on first I, watch, I hated it. And, well, like, and I think all, I, I think like all their movies probably deserve two watches. Yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Well, maybe not Intolerable Cruelty. Maybe not. Maybe it does. I don't know. I don't. And True Grit. I'm, I'm not. I'm not watching that See, ever again. I think True Grit was was good, but there was a lot there on the first time that Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think they kind of established not necessarily a like, you know, overarching pattern, but like so you've got the first one Blood Simple, which is like pretty, you know, dark and, you know, a, you know, crime drama, good or bad, whatever. But then the next movie is Raising Arizona which is goofy. Yeah. And then I think after that, you've got uh, Barton Fink. Uh, I, I think Miller's Crossing is before Barton Fink. No. Is it? I'm probably wrong. I think I'm wrong. Uh, I've decided that I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah, because I think, like, I think they, like, they alternate back and forth because I think, like, it might have been, like, Barton Fink and then Hudsucker Proxy and then Miller's Crossing. Oh, no. Crossing is 90. Okay. And Hudsucker Proxy is 94. Barton okay. Fink's 91. Okay. Okay. Okay, so like two like you know fairly serious they, movies in a row. And the they, de- man they definitely spice them up. The Billy Bob Thornton one. Yeah. I've never seen that one. It's, is, it, is it good? 
Yeah, it's like a total like 40s film noir or 50s film noir mm, okay. uh, yeah. homage. And it's a, uh, I think it's one of their more um, debated ones. Yeah. I, I, but not that anyone, no one cares about it, but yeah. some people really don't like it. Some people really do like it. I, I need I like to watch it, it again. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, and I think that's one of the, you know, great strengths of the Coen brothers that they can do a lot of work that is universally loved and then a lot of work that makes you wonder. Yeah. And uh, what I suggest we do is we all watch Bow to Buster Scruggs before our next episode and we have this exact same conversation again. So a double deep dive. Well, I mean, doesn't Unless be Jonathan a, wants to change his pick to no, Buster no, Scruggs. It doesn't have to be a deep dive. We just like, it's a movie that we all watched and we just kind of talk about it real quick. Well, I mean, you know, sure. Yeah, I'll watch this. Doesn't have to be a deep dive. I mean, just know, I know it's on Netflix and we all have yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Netflix. Netflix is just so easy. Knowing, knowing the four of us, it probably will turn into a deep dive. Yeah. That's fine. So, or yeah. big deal. one of us won't do it, which is also fair. I'm not saying names. <laughs> it might be me. I just, who I knows? Know. Who knows? But let's all look across the table at each other. Yeah. See who. Yeah, like oh. the, the camera focuses on me, focuses on Jonathan. And I'm sorry. On JR. Uh, did you actually want to talk about No Country for Old Men? Because we took that shit away from oh, you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what can I really say about it other than that, like, you know, it's it's amazing. I mean. Yeah, it's the like, most overrated movie of the century. Yeah. Totally. Sorry, kidding. Whoa. Kidding. Kidding. Yeah. Second only kidding. to Citizen Kane. Whoa! Like second most overrated or second best movie? I agree with them. By the way, Citizen Kane is great, and one day I'm going to make you guys do a deep dive on that. I like Citizen Kane. I don't know. I, <laughs> I could see. I would probably appreciate it better now. Yeah, but I exactly. Remember, yeah. I remember yeah. when when I first watched it, it was like, God, this is, takes forever, and it's what John, okay. John's anyway. going to hear that, and he's going to be like. He's going to send you guys a text like, do we need to kick John off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I know he does not want to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> JR's done. Yeah. <laughs> JR sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> so, you yeah. ready? Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is my last one. And uh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't pass on talking about this because uh, I think everyone needs to devote 78 minutes to it. Uh, I watched Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Right. I'm looking for reaction. Okay. This, I, uh, I, don't know what this is. I remember seeing your letterbox review and like, I re- like seeing the cover and then seeing your review. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. And um, I'll just mention now, in case you guys are Pat and Oswalt fans, this is like, okay. He does a whole bit about this oh. movie. And I, I kind of forgot about that when I started the movie. I was, I was just looking for uh, free movies on Amazon Prime made in 1977. Uh, You're doing a 77 list? Yeah. Okay. Um, and this came up, and then I remembered as I was watching, as when, when the first person got eaten, <laughs> I remembered uh, the Patton Oswalt deathbed, the bed that eats people. This um, poster is pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. And, <laughs> and 78 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, man, this this is about a bed that eats people. 1977. 77 yeah. minutes. That is cool. 
Interesting. Like every like once a century or every, however once however many years, this demon <laughs> trapped in a bed uh, comes to life and it like seduces people into this like abandoned mansion. Is it in the is it in the mattress or the yeah the box spring? I mean, the box spring? Or are we what are we talking about here? <laughs> it's like this, the spirit of the demon is trapped, and it's the, in this house. Yeah, and eventually, <laughs> like pretty early in the movie, the house burns down, and it just leaves this one room. So it basically, just looks like a shed, like this really fancy shed That's with cool. a really right. fancy bed. That's kind of cool. And uh, it eat, it doesn't just eat people; it eats everything. Like interesting. It's a regular horror is it movie. Super violent. No. Oh, okay. It's more like super trippy and oh, okay. weird, and right. it gets it like goes to surreal places that I I really appreciated because hmm. it also is not overly serious. I mean, this is like a movie made for no money mm. at all. Yeah. Uh, and this is a, a George Barry never made another movie. <laughs> <laughs> he got a real uh, job. Yeah. And, Works at the post office now. The first time no, he's a producer. Like the opening scene, like that's a <laughs> typical like horror movie like cold open like it's with people that we never see again because they die but it's like two people on a date that go uh they just kind of wander into this abandoned property with a bottle of wine and some like kfc like a bucket of fried chicken and they just put it on the bed and they start making out on the bed and we we just see the, the bucket of fried chicken just like slowly get sucked into the bed and then we're inside the bed and it's just oh, like shit. a yellow we're like it looks like we're just like in a yellow vat and we see the chicken just like slowly dissolving and then it sends the bucket which apparently didn't dissolve and the chicken bones like back up out of the bed and the people like put their hand because they want to make out and eat fried chicken uh the people put so their gross. hand into the bucket and it was like where's the chicken where's the ch-? fumbling around in the bucket i'm <laughs> and they pull out a bone so they're like fucking weird and he's like the dude that bought it's like they fucked up our order <laughs> They ate all our fucking food before they gave it to us. Um, wow. wow. And yeah, you know, so they just Double like, wow. they don't worry yeah. about it. The The bed drinks their wine and uh, and then they and take their some. clothes off. And of course, once we've seen Why some, would you do this? Once we've seen some 70s boobs, the, uh, the people get eaten. Why would they do this? And it is pretty bloody. Uh, all this weird ghost shit is happening. Your, your food's <laughs> vanishing. Your wine's gone. Yeah. And you're like, eh, fuck it. The the maybe they were high. The characters that actually show up <laughs> and are the main characters in this movie, it, it becomes like I was ready to just ironically love this. Like like this is so ridiculous <laughs> that it's just funny. Yeah, it's worth um, a merit. It's so it's so but, ridiculous. <laughs> but after the opening scene and like the real characters show up, it it becomes a very different movie. And yes, we do still have a bed that eats people. Uh, but the, the, the people that it eats aren't quite as dumb and there's, uh, there's some wild voiceover going on and just the, uh, they make this visually interesting. It is, Mm. it is worth your 78 minutes. I might be in love. It's a, it's a four out of five. For a second, I thought you were going to rate it a little higher there. Oh no. I mean, cause kind of talk yourself into it. No, no. Like I, I know that this is. There are problems here. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I accept that, but it, it is. I just thought it was a blast. Nice, uh, cool. So, I rewatched the Thief and the Cobbler, and I watched 
so a little bit of backstory about this movie. This movie was in production for like 40 years before it finally came out in like 93, 94, like just wow. like just after Aladdin. And because there are so many similarities with the character designs and the fact that it takes place in a mythical Middle Eastern country, it really got written off as a uh, ripoff of Aladdin, even though it had been in production for 40 years. So, there, this guy on YouTube has, like, assembled a recobbled cut, which is apparently closer to what the director actually wanted. And this, and this is Don... No, this is not Don What's-His-Face. Not Don Bluth. Thank you. It's Richard Williams. Okay. And so... Yeah, so the cut that's on YouTube, like, has... it like. No songs. The main character doesn't talk until the very end. And I'm sure I'm not saying anything new about the animation in this movie. It is absolutely, like, second to none. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think, like, it's, like, where, like, usual animation is, like, let's say, for argument, 12 drawings per second or whatever this one is like 24 Mm. and the perspective that they can achieve is insane and the detail and the visual like just insanity of this movie is like absolutely unprecedented the only problem that comes in is like sometimes these sequences are just a little too long. They, you know, you know, it's like they have all this stuff and they wanted to put it all in, but some of the things just go on like way too long. Like there's like towards the end of the movie there's this massive war machine and it's being dismantled. And like the amount of time it takes to like weave in and out of this thing and for it to fall apart takes a very long time. But other than that, like this is like very much worth everybody's time, especially if you're in animation. And like this is one of those instances where it's like, you know, Criterion, if you could get your hands on this, that would be great because you would do, you know, some great restoration and like make this movie into something much more presentable than it is on, you know, just YouTube. I actually have this in my house. Um, it's one of my wife's favorite movies. It fucking rules. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. And so, yeah, so, like, because the sequences are a little long, I only gave it uh, 4.25, but that's, you know, it's it's still it's still amazing. Cool. Yeah. And my last movie... Um, I saw Batman Mask of the Phantasm in the theater. Nice. I saw it in the theater when it came out 25 years ago. And it's still the best Batman movie that there is. You're old. I am. <laughs> in fact, I was sitting next to two guys who probably weren't born when this came out. And to think that I was like seven when this movie came out. Does it hold up? 
Does, of course. does the movie hold up? Okay. I, honest, honestly, like now, I think it's even better because I can appreciate more of what's going on. Like, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of CG in the beginning where they're panning over Gotham, and like it's like this is how CG is supposed to look. You know, nothing super fancy, just you know, bare bones. And speechless, like, yeah, just speechless. basically. <laughs> and <laughs> like the the story is absolutely fantastic. The acting, everything in it. Did this did this come out perfect. after the animated series? Like was like, finished or during? I think it was during. during I think during. Ninety okay. ninety three. I'm pretty sure the series was still going on. Yeah, yeah. That series is my favorite comic book thing ever. Like I just I love oh, that yes. series to yes. death. So good. It's better than the X Men ninety series. It is. It is better than the X Men ninety series. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the X Men ninety series is really not that good. Rewatching, oh, no. it, it, it's good, but I don't it, want to hear that. It's not. The animation is a little rough. Okay, but uh, I believe it. What uh, did you see this? What theater was this in? I'm sorry, Perkins Row. Good. Okay, I thought maybe it was going to be our uh, our shitty Manship Theater that has the terrible screen. Mm. No, but yeah, okay. Um, so you saw it in like a real. I a saw nice it in a, place. yeah, real, nice. you know, actual fathom theater. events. Yeah, fathom events. That's cool. Yeah. I this was probably my most watched VHS as a as a young kid. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, All right so uh, shall we uh, crank it up a notch? Let's crank it up. Okay, so here's what I suggest for crank. I'm gonna just say what it's about. I'm going to kind of go through why I picked it, mm-hmm. and then you guys can tell me why it's bad. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you why it's not. Okay. Just, just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I will say first that I enjoy this movie, and watching it for this episode was the first time I'd ever watched it by myself. Oh. It is, I've only ever seen it in you know, like a small group, but in the theater a couple of times and then at home a couple of times always with people yeah uh and always in an environment where we're pretty into it because we've always you know like we've always done like math right before or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay so uh crank starring jason statham directed by neville dean slash taylor made in t- released in 2006 late summer i think mm. or maybe early september um is about a hitman general gangster an asshole all-around <laughs> asshole he's poisoned by another asshole a rival asshole mm. uh and it's the kind of asshole poison that slowly <laughs> kills you he has to continually find new ways to keep his heart rate up or he dies before he can find the asshole that poisoned him this is a. Uh, this is a video game, and it makes that very explicit in the opening title sequence when it has video game like animation. I am a thousand percent sure that this movie was conceived in like a college dorm with Grand Theft Auto on the TV. Oh, th- this is and, Grand Theft Auto. And the movie. Shitloads of weed. Yes, like, this is the the script was written in that room. Yeah. Yes. And th- I, I 100% am with you on there. And it's absolutely just Grand Theft Auto, the game. It is. Uh, it's actually, I, it, it's really funny. Okay. Uh, this came out in 2006. I think in 2008, I believe, Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. Grand Theft Auto 4, main character, looks 
remarkably similar to this character. Yeah. He's Eastern European. I guess he's not really Eastern European in this movie, but he's, he's foreign. And it's like it's just like it's too similar. It's like way yeah. too similar. It's wow. it's strange. I've never but, played. I I never yeah. played past uh, Vice City. Yeah. So and I think, I think when this movie came out, I think San Andreas was out already, or maybe San Andreas had just come out. Yeah, I think it was mm. the same year. Okay, two thousand six. And I I never two thousand five. Never played that. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Obviously, Grand Theft Auto is huge in Neville Dean Taylor's life. Yes, that's right. all, yes. It's, this is it's, Grand Theft Auto the movie. It is yes. just oh, this movie is just Neville Dean Taylor constantly for ninety minutes trying to find a new way to just like ratchet up, uh, just the insanity of what is going on around Jason Statham. And even it starts with like his name is insane. Chev Chev Chelios. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Is that a joke? It probably is a joke that I don't get. But uh, it sounds Russian. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's the whole movie. That's uh, you know, Chef Chelios has a girlfriend that we meet late in the movie, played by Amy Smart, who's mm. also kind of an actress that I just like, even though she's in pretty much exclusively bad movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there are some plot convolutions at the end that you know, it, when you're arguing why this is a bad movie, I'm not going to have a lot <laughs> of uh, pushback on the the plot stuff. But um, I picked this first because Kevin, I asked Kevin to pick a number and it landed on this, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't suggest he and pick I another. I thought it was a joke. I didn't. I suggest, literally thought yeah. this was a joke. Like you're looking through the thing. You're like crank. Okay. It's definitely not that one. Maybe there's one from the forties or something. <laughs> I didn't suggest another number. Yeah. Like my, my brother was like, what the original Polish one from the forties. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> knowing that this would probably not be popular with everyone i mean not it was 90 minutes i'm sure this didn't kill oh, no, anybody this was yeah. a, this is a breeze but um i did i, I, didn't I, I watched it. this shit eating cereal <laughs> just like i'm just chilling <laughs> as you guys pointed out to me on episode 50 my like my top 50 list was pretty stuffy a lot of classics a lot of old movies and uh every time i've done a movie of the week it's been old except for in the mood for love yeah which is still like a stuffy foreign film um you know no one important no one's gonna listen films. oh yeah they're all important <laughs> but no one's listening to my to my top 50 list like oh this guy parties so uh so crank <laughs> seemed appropriate uh so if it was too terrible i'm sorry uh but let's uh stop testing jo- t- stop texting john right now He's, Stop it. he's got to text Stop it right now. No, he just texted us. He's like, so, so what's, what's the, the verdict? <laughs> I can't have been the only one to hate this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so let, right so on time. Let's hear it. Yeah. Though. Let's right, hear it. Right on time. Shit. I would like to uh, hear it. Stop texting. You're on a podcast. Stop texting. <laughs> Tell me why this is I shitty. just opened Instagram. Just in, in, I didn't even think about it. Right. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I like this movie quite a lot, actually. Oh, well, you just ruined the game. But also, I'm happy. There's a part of me that wants to just love this out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I my biggest thing is like, what? I, okay, it it's almost too easy to hate this movie. Like, it's like, it's absurd. It's fucking absurd. This movie is ridiculous. Yeah, and it annou- I think it announces that in the first minute. It's out of control, ridiculous. Why? Okay, he's calling us. Hello. Hello. 
You're on the air. All right. <laughs> I got a few things to say real quick. Okay. So, so you, you guys Wait, are you need to an- announce, announce your name. Who is this? Oh, this is, this is John. <laughs> oh, this is the, uh, the normal host of the show. Okay. How's everybody doing? Did you need something? Yeah, I want to talk about the movie. Okay, go go ahead. Because <laughs> we're all lo- we're all loving it. This would have been a perfect opportunity to start You're doing the Skype stuff. It? No, we haven't even talked about what we're what we like or dislike. But okay, go well, go ahead. Just, go ahead. Let me just let me just say, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, uh, and it's a horrible example of early digital photography. It looks atrocious. It does look Everybody like shit. Everybody's in it is terrible, except Yoakum, and he's only like sort of okay. What about uh, the lead Jason singer of Lincoln Park? Offensive. What? What about the li- <laughs> What about the lead singer of Lincoln Park? Oh, he was he was amazing. He was, <laughs> he was pretty good. He was pretty good. No, no. He wasn't bad at all. He got his line out. He got his line out. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, I, can I say one thing though? For real, there's, there's, like there's no action in the movie. Like there's like barely any action. It's all it's all backloaded. Like it's supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be like this nonstop action fest. It's literally like twenty minutes of action at the very end. The rest of it's just like him running around and like these moments that are supposed to be funny or comical, and they're not funny or comical. They're just lame. It's very like juvenile. I don't know. I just I couldn't. I fucking couldn't stand it. <laughs> uh, there's that word again, juvenile. So I'm sorry. It is. Is very juvenile, very Ja Rule. Ja, ja, ja Rule. Where's Ja? Where's uh, Ja? Um, Jr. Defense? Uh, no. Uh, defend, defend, <laughs> defend no. the movie. So, <laughs> I, I the action is backloaded. Uh, I do think the only time where Neville Dean and Taylor have a problem with like keeping it entertaining is when he's driving in a car in the first 15 minutes or so. Um, but I, I, the, the action, like you're calling action, just like guys fighting each other. Well, there's a lot of like just chasing running action, like a lot of car chasing, a lot of motorcycle chasing. It's not shot well either. Like the chases are really fucking lame. Like the, the chase through the mall, it's like that the ridiculous green screen whenever he drives up onto the escalator. It just looks bad. It's terrible. Like, what, like I don't understand what I don't it's something exciting about this movie. You it's remember like, when the car flips upside down onto the escalator oh, to ride the okay. escalator up? <laughs> you don't remember that, John? Oh, I mean, they made that for $4. It's been, it's been a month. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been it has been a month. Too. Yeah. Well, I had to watch it in pieces over a long period of time. <laughs> See, that's the you, you could never fully get into it. You didn't immerse exactly. yourself in Chelios's world. Fault. It's not Neville Taylor. It's my fault. <laughs> the world building, you know, it's yeah. just is top, top notch. Anyway, uh, it's a piece of shit. I'm sorry I wasn't there to uh, further eviscerate it. I gotta go. Thanks right. for recording without me. Have a good one. Thanks, John. All right, bye. <laughs> well, he's wrong. <laughs> But the, oh, I think man. he's thing just is, taking this way too seriously. Well, like, I, I I definitely think he's taking it too seriously. But I I don't think he's he's wrong to have he, uh, he, problems. Yeah, but yeah. I I definitely like the cheapness for me is like part of it. I, I kind of accept that these guys were making like their debut feature. They didn't have money. They I they the, spent the, their money on on Jason Statham. That's it. The the cheapness just 
furthers the ridiculousness. It's, it's it's just out of control ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think for one second they're trying to make the taxi falling onto the escalator look real. <laughs> I, just, I just no. I, don't. I mean, maybe like I'm giving them like some like the benefit of the doubt with their intention on that one. That maybe is not fair, but I I really enjoy the mall chase. I think it's fun. I really enjoy the hospital sequence where he's running like he just yeah what a fucking stupid idea to decide to get out of all your clothes uh for a short-term solution the guy from always sunny in philadelphia was yeah. one of the cop right, uh, one of yeah. the uh, nurses yeah um funny and, stuff. And give that, me a break man i'm new here <laughs> and that you know that leads directly to the uh the motorcycle sequence which i i think is really fun and ends with him deciding to uh like deciding to crash, thinking he'll get like a, a heart rate boost out of slamming himself into the pavement into a I restaurant. Mean, let's say this was shot really well. Okay, this is huge budget, shot really well. I, it, it just wouldn't be as ridiculous. It would take away from the ridiculousness, which yeah. would then make it. I, I don't know. Like it, it has to be. It has to look like shit. It has to be ridiculous. It just it, this movie has to be the way it is. I don't yeah. know. Like. I mean, like for me, like uh, it's just stupid fun. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, he decides to get his heart rate up by listening to "Achy Breaky Heart" really loud. That that was Come so on. that was so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like a big part of why I like this movie was the laughs that I got. Like you know, like at one point he's like you know you know cussing and fuming, and he's driving down the freeway, and then. Everybody's talking at me. Comes on, and I'm like, <laughs> it was hilarious. And you know, like all the all the back and forth he had with uh, with what's his face, you know, like Verona. Yeah, Rick, yeah, Rick Verona, Ricky <laughs> Verona, and you know, like you know, just uh, oh, so you were a little faggot after all. Yeah, ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah and, i mean not pc but it's, that, that, it's that still can, like the fact that like it's getting such a rise out of this guy it's, it's really really funny i think that can segue into uh what i'm surprised uh jonathan didn't bring up which was there uh yeah not pc this was made in a different time for sure totally uh, doesn't seem that long ago 12 years but man yeah um yeah could this get made now? No, absolutely not. Nah. Or it would be radically changed. Uh, uh, yeah, Chip yeah. Chilios is super racist. He's also a super horrible person. We are not supposed to like him. I don't really? know. Really? No. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe no. we are. Well, I mean, he's, I he's, the so. hit, he's the hit man who, like, you know, he's decided he doesn't want to do it anymore. You're right. Spoilers, because this comes up in, like, the middle of the movie when he's I mean, confessing his heart yeah. to Amy Smart. And that's kind of the, but, the convoluted um, shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he's. There's worse characters. Yeah, <laughs> there are worse people out there. But he is—he's definitely racist. Oh yeah, and he's calling Verona a faggot because he's trying to get a like he—he he hates him and he's trying to piss him off. Yeah, yeah. You know who knows if he just regularly uses that word, uh, but you know I'm going to go ahead and say that he probably does. Um, and also, if you're killing people, I mean, you're you know yeah, your yeah, I mean, are a little lower. I think the yeah. real reason this can't get made now is because of. Amy Smart's character and what happens yeah. with their interaction. Yeah. That uh <laughs> Yeah, like and I don't have a defense for that. I'm not going to try to defend it. No, like well I think that's again, it's very much like 
you know, like Grand Theft Auto, you can pick up a hooker, yes. you know, have sex with her in your car, and then just kick it her takes out. That, it takes that to an extreme and unfortunate place. Uh, yeah. So I guess I will describe it for the listeners who have never seen Crank, but uh, he has a brilliant idea once he has, like, been taken to the ground uh, by something, like, because he's sick and dying, he falls to the ground, and uh, Amy Smart kind of bends over to to see what's wrong, help him up, uh, and he's like, oh, we can just have sex right now to get my heart rate up, mm. and sex in public wouldn't be a problem, except that uh, <laughs> Amy Smart doesn't want to have sex in public, so we have a at whole... First. Well, at first. Yeah. Right. But it's like and then we go it's through still like, like a yeah. sexual coercion thing. Thirty seconds of and I think rapiness. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, until yeah. until well, she rapey. thinks she agrees, like, let's do it. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, and, that, and then it becomes that switch a switch gets flipped real quick. It becomes a whole spectacle thing. Yeah. But yeah. It, it ends with her being humiliated because he gets a phone call from I think it's Dwight Yoakum. Yeah. His doctor. Uh who, and I love the or it the, might have been the, the Pedro gradual, from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I think it was. It was yeah, Pedro. Yeah. You're right. Vote um, for Pedro. Not, yeah, not Pedro. Sorry, I can't remember <laughs> his shit. name. Yeah, but, and I do love this the gradual reveal that Dwight Yoakam is not really like not an uh, on up and up doctor. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it, it it ends with Amy Smart uh, with her clothes ripped and her everyone looking at her. And her just being like, "Oh yeah, that, that just scene. happened," and yeah. he just yeah, left. That's, that's a problem. It it is a, a huge problem. Not yeah, not to mention the whole like Asian tour bus, which is like another race race stereotype. Yeah, yeah. and then towards the end too, not when, a great they're, when they're <laughs> you know they they reprise their roles and um, you know they're talking about Chev Chelios's anatomy and. When when this scene happened, I was I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch this with my wife. This is just, yeah, I, 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 this is ridiculous. <laughs> it is, and it's it, it's just it's it's even among all of like the the mm. ideas he has to pump his heart rate up, it's just not it's just not a, a good scene. It's it's not mm. it's maybe the most ridiculous, but it just it doesn't play well. Yeah. So but. I think that <laughs> that aside, that aside, four yeah, four and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one other thing I wanted to like um, bring up about like so like pretty much every time a cell phone rings in the movie, it's like all this you know it's like warbly and you know, Chev Chelios is you know always like you know a little bit removed from reality because he's just about to die at any given moment. But um, one of the things I liked and I think that Edgar Wright used when he was making Scott Pilgrim, like there's the part where like uh, Jason Statham goes like, do I look like I do I have cunt tattooed on my forehead and the word like appears there. That stuff is all throughout Scott Pilgrim, you know, you know, like the the health meters, you know, the the piss bar at the beginning. Um, I love Scott Pilgrim. I, I love that. I, I love that movie. It's Let's, it's like so well done. We should probably yes. make it clear right now that Scott Pilgrim is a much better movie. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, like, very much, just, just very yeah. much so. And it, it, but Scott Pilgrim is also explicitly uh, referencing video games, and it's meant yes. to be inspired yes. by video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one kind of camouflages it a little. It's like no, it's yeah. like it's like they were they wanted to, mm. but they didn't have the budget 
to like go yeah, full yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they, I wonder if that was another one of Jonathan's thing, John's things about, you know, like, you know how he likes to talk about people doing things outside of their means. This, yes. is, this is verging on that. If yeah. not, if, if not already. <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's fair. Um, right. I like the freeze frames at the beginning. Mm. I like Statham's first line reading of the whole movie, which is a few minutes in when he's in his car trying to call Amy Smart. And he's just been all we've seen is just anger. <laughs> like he's, you know, he's like slammed his TV to to refused. He's just been like <laughs> flying and he just pauses everything to say to leave a message. It's like uh Get a cell phone, honey, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which in the moment just I thought worked because yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I could I could go through each individual scene and tell it, and give you <laughs> yeah. like why it entertained. We could me, do a master class on this. I just but, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, generally <laughs> yeah. I like I the, am entertained. Yeah, the only the only like you know. Like movie wise, the only like down part of it for me was like towards the end. I think it kind of drags a little bit. Like from the part from the time where like he you know leaves Amy Smart in front of all the Asian people, then goes to that warehouse and finds out that Pedro was giving him the call, and you know not it wasn't an, really man, Ricky Verona on the other end. Not a great ending for that LG, no. LGBTQ character. Right. Uh, no. No. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So from there on, it really dragged for me. Like it's like, because up until that point, I thought like it kept like a really fast pace, and by that time, it like not like you know slams on the brakes, but like pumps them a little. And it it yeah, it does pump them, and it almost it purposely pumps pumps them. Like when uh, Dwight Yoakam finally gets back in town and gives mm-hmm. that little uh, installs that that thing that's supposed to regularly inject him yeah, to keep yeah. his heart rate up, and like so our pace becomes less frantic. Uh, and that that section also includes another bad Amy Smart section with the 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 in the in the car with the uh, the fellatio, which is <laughs> yeah. that's that's Amy Smart's choice. She wants to do that, she says, but. Um, it's all just not a not a great scene. Would you call the blue balling revenge? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and that line is kind of funny. Like, oh, and have you fall asleep like you always do? Ah, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty funny line. Yeah. But um, <laughs> who wrote this? I think Neville Dean and Taylor. <laughs> God, the college donors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't remember all of the movies they've made since then. I'm pretty sure one of them is uh, Crank Two. Well, one, yeah, one of them is definitely cranked too. <laughs> uh, and I thought about watching that, but I, I didn't want to potentially get like scenes from them confused. <laughs> right. Uh, but I also remember enjoying that. But they have one with uh, the guy from Dexter. He's the bag uh, in like Gerard um, Butler. Oh, is, like, a, yeah. Gamer. Video game, thank you. Yeah. Right. I've never seen it, but I, I, I remember the blockbuster yeah. poster. Yeah. It, it also Michael C. Hall does this super fucking irritating southern accent really yeah it's so fucking bad but that that movie also mm-hmm. seems like a like the plot is just totally conceived by stoners in a dorm room oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Video, it's virtual but yeah, when you die you die yeah, yeah. no one's <laughs> like this we want to yeah it's like we want to take the matrix and like 
put it in reality. Kind of. <laughs> it's, um, if we are winding down, may I quote a letterboxed user review uh, that I really love? Of course. Um, I fucking lost it. Oh, okay. And, and I had never thought of this, and I thought it was great. Mm. Uh, this, <laughs> this user called this movie a, uh, a remake of Speed in which Jason Statham is the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and that is 100% correct. Actually, oh, wow. I think they actually called it a better remake of Speed, which, depending on how you feel mm. about Speed. Uh, uh, I like Speed. I don't have a lot of strong feelings, but I, I think it's generally I, yeah, fun. I'd, I'd have to yeah. watch it again. But, uh, so I think that, who, that's true. who said that so we can give credit where it's due? Oh, that's... I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's one of the more liked reviews. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, oh, to to user uh, Carlos underscore Adams. Thank you, thank you for your review. Oh, been liked 230 times. You don't need my help. Damn. Right. You're, okay. You're, you're a letterbox it's a good popular, one. bro. It's a good one. Mm. So uh, ratings. Let's. You guess I'm the Jr. I I, I got to hear what you. All right, um, John. Your rating. <laughs> One, I, I, one think, I think there are enough problems half. here that uh, that I cannot go above a four. But this, like a four here, is really like again. You just you heard me speak glowingly about uh, deathbed, the bed that eats. I am gonna get fired from the podcast. I can tell. <laughs> uh, uh, and that was a four. This is a similar thing. I, I kind of feel like this is my uh, this is like my commando. Like people, you know, fucking love that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like where yeah, he just kills right. a bunch of people. Right. It's supposed to be ridiculous it's and macho. Good, yeah. And and I I I don't find that hugely entertaining, but I I think that I I feel about Crank the way people tend to some people tend to feel about a movie like that. Like this right. is ridiculous. Yeah. There are huge flaws. I I see <laughs> those flaws. I get it, but I I have a lot of fun watching it. Four. I feel the same way. Four. Damn. I'm going one and a half. I, uh, I, I just can't. I mean, I just can't do it. That's it, you it, defended it so ardently. I, I think it is ridiculous, and it is whatever. But I, I, I never want to see this again. That's fair. That's fair. And I, I, I do agree with uh, with uh, John. Like it's, it just doesn't go as far as it should with the violence. Like it, I, I feel like it should be a lot more violent. Okay. But uh, I, I think that the, the, the base, like the base idea, is like kind of fun you know like i feel like right in the right hands this could have been really killer actually like a really like actually good movie right but uh you know it's still fun it's 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 a ridiculous fucking movie yeah and i'm not hating on i just i it's a one and a half this is (laughs) i'm i don't want to see this that's fair it's fair um for those playing the home game john gave it half a star half a star yeah he obviously hated the living shit out of this movie (laughs) This movie did make enough money to, as we said, warrant a sequel. Mm. Uh, and I wonder... If I'd that, be willing to watch that. I wonder if that budget was larger. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of it besides that he has to... Uh, he has to like pr- like pump himself with electricity. There's like something... Car like a, battery. Like, a, like he's got a pacemaker or something. Or yeah, a car battery inside of him or something. That's like that on, he has the, to, on the cover. He's got like the... The, yes, the and battery, he, like the jumper cables to his tongue. Could just, There's something <laughs> ridiculous. I could just read the synopsis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, we didn't mention the end where he 
uh, gets oh, dropped yeah, he falls out of the out helicopter. Of the helicopter. That's yeah. right. And the last frame of the movie after he hits the ground is his eyes blinking. Yeah. Um, which apparently which was ambiguous. enough to set up a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the synopsis of the sequel is Chelios faces a Chinese mobster who has stolen his nearly indestructible heart and replaced it with a battery-powered ticker that requires regular jolts of electricity to keep working. Hence just the, just uh, kill the guy. Just shoot him in the head. Like, obviously. <laughs> Wait, is it, the, is it the same Chinese gangsters that he led to Verona and uh, Carlito? I don't know. I don't like, know. I'm, th- I'm going to have to watch this week and find out. This is available on uh, on Hulu, the sequel. Okay, yeah. The sequel is on Hulu. Yeah. Um, I think that I am I, going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I might check it out. I'm not suggesting okay. anyone has to, to watch this right. for How a deep dive. Oh, I'm sure it's three hours long. <laughs> Like, cause you know, you do a second one, you get ambitious. No, it's it's ninety six minutes, the exact same Ooh, length as the first one. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. And is Amy Smart back? She's back. Oh wow! All right. With Clifton Collins Jr. Guys, this is oh man, stacked That's cast, easy five out of five, stacked cast. <laughs> and Dwight Yoakam also returns. So, um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna Sweet. watch it. I'm probably it's probably just gonna feel like the first crank. <laughs> I, I am curious though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks for thank you for indulging this one. I know. Um, you know, it's not really on brand for me, but whatever. Hey, I mean, gotta mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of which, Jonathan, I believe <laughs> it's your pick for next time. Uh yeah, it is my pick. Um, he opened the wrong app and <laughs> what the fuck was I going to watch? Um, okay. We're going to watch, uh, see, I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. Like a month ago, I was like pretty admin. Like I want to, I want to, I want to rewatch Synecdoche, New York. It's been a long time, mm-hmm. but yeah, then I watched crank and it's just like, I want to, I just <laughs> want <laughs> movies are done. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch something stupid, you know, but but <sighs> I don't the know. next time we meet, mm. but it might be so long from now that you're feeling totally different again. True. We'll just go with Synecdoche then. We'll yeah. watch Synecdoche, yeah, cool. New York. Is, have we all seen that? Mm. I haven't. Oh, oh okay. okay. Even better. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's been awesome. years for me. So. Me too. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's um, Kevin, sign this bitch off. Get off your phone. Wrap it up. <laughs> what host? <laughs> You guys are always riding my coattails, you know, man. We decided not to take the harder job, but, you know, with harder jobs comes more responsibility. Go on. I guess it's because y'all have laptops and I have a piece of paper. Yeah, it makes sense to the person with the least amount of information, the host. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I should have a clipboard with me me next time. All right, so that is going to be it for our discussion of Crank. We have... The website, which is filmiac.podient.co. You can go on there, see our blog, see all the past episodes. We post trailers fairly regularly. And we have, you know, little exciting bits every now and then that are worth looking at. And, as always, we are open to feedback. So if you want to take us to task or, you know build us up which would be nice you know Just we'll, say we'll, we'll read those first um, so that email that you can send to is 
feedback at filmyakpodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you, and hopefully we will be getting you a new episode on Schenectady, New York, very soon. Sweet. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And thank you. (laughs) We should do, like, a pre-recorded thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going where the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going where the weather suits my clothes. Seven on summer.